This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Friday, November 10th. It will be mostly cloudy with a high of 62 and a low of 50 today. More of the same is expected tomorrow with a high of only 58. Sunday will be a little warmer with a high of 65 expected. The overnight lows both days will be in the lower 50s. Here are today's headlines. State and federal law enforcement officials are investigating reports of an unknown substance mailed to the Texas Attorney General's office in Austin on Thursday that sent three people to the hospital as a precaution for possible exposure to hazardous materials. The Texas Department of Public Safety and the FBI are investigating after a report came in just before 9 a.m. of a letter containing an unknown substance mailed to the office of the Attorney General, according to a statement from DPS. Authorities evacuated the first and second floors of the William P. Clements Building on the Texas Capitol campus in downtown Austin, which houses the AG's office and other state offices. Three employees of the Attorney General's office were evaluated and decontaminated at the scene, according to Austin Travis County Emergency Medical Services. They were later transported to a nearby hospital as a precaution, but showed no symptoms of exposure to hazardous material, the EMS department statement read. No further information was provided on their conditions, and the Attorney General's office has not provided comment. In other news, the man who opened fire inside Methodist Dallas Medical Center, killing two medical workers, was found guilty Thursday of capital murder. 31-year-old Nestor Hernandez will be automatically sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Dallas County prosecutors did not seek the death penalty. The 12-person panel weighed whether Hernandez knowingly or intentionally killed the women to find him guilty of capital murder. They were also asked to consider lesser charges like murder, manslaughter, and criminally negligent homicide, which carry lighter sentences and are eligible for parole. A Dallas County jury deliberated for almost 90 minutes and asked to review police body camera video and hospital surveillance footage of the shooting. Hernandez murdered nurse Katie Flowers and social worker Jacqueline Pakua last fall in the North Oak Cliff Hospital. Up next, Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats abandoned their plan to vote Thursday on a subpoena for Dallas real estate magnate Harlan Crow as they seek more information about his gifts to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. The abrupt about-face came after Republicans launched a barrage of amendments with retaliatory subpoenas targeting left-leaning Justice Sonia Sotomayor, officials in President Joe Biden's administration, and others. Democrats said they were jammed by the late dump of GOP amendments and scheduling conflicts required them to punt. ProPublica has reported Crow provided luxury trips that Thomas did not disclose, bought property in Georgia from the justice, and paid private school tuition for a grandnephew being raised by Thomas and his wife. 
Chairman Dick Durbin said Congress needs more information from Crow to inform legislation requiring the Supreme Court to adopt a binding code of conduct. After the committee voted to advance a couple of judicial nominations, Durbin quickly adjourned the meeting. And a little more than a week since the Texas Rangers won the World Series, talks of adding the best-hitting pitcher to their lineup are rumbling in the background. Shohei Otani is in a category all by himself, and it's no great secret that as many as 10 teams will make legitimate monster offers for him this offseason. Otani came close to being the American League's best hitter and pitcher this past season, and the Rangers will be involved in the bidding. General managers did a great job of talking around Otani at league meetings this past week, and general manager Chris Young joined that quiet chorus. Otani is not going to pitch next season due to the elbow injury he suffered late in the summer, but he certainly plans to pitch again, and there's no reason to think that he won't. But he is the best-hitting pitcher in the game. In fact, he's one of the best hitters in the game, period. Otani hit 304 with 44 home runs last season. And the fight for him will be a tough one, as the L.A. Dodgers, Chicago Cubs, and San Francisco Giants are said to be obsessed with Otani, and the New York Yankees will certainly make a run at him. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Have a great weekend, and I'll be back Monday with more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.